You know, as adults, I think sometimes we make excuses for a lot of things. And an excuse that we commonly make for why we're not curious is because we're comfortable. We like being in our comfort zone. We like sticking to what we know. And one of the reasons why we're so afraid to break out of our comfort zone is obviously fear, right? Fear is a big one. But something I want you to know is that fear is false evidence that appears real. But outside of fear, the big thing is doubt. We doubt our ability to be able to survive outside of our comfort zone. All right, in this conversation, I wanna take a quick shift away from the normal topics we chat about, such as minimalism, and really provide you with some encouragement or advice or food for thought, if you will, that is not only going to challenge the way you think, but propel you down a path of prosperity and positivity. Because as your friend, I want you to have a successful new year, a prosperous new year, right? And as your friend, it's only right that I share with you the things that work for me, because if I win, you win. And if you win, I win, right? I want to celebrate you and all of the accomplishments you're about to have. But in order for you to make the most of these next 12 months and beyond, there are a couple of things you need to do. And the first thing is you need to lead with curiosity, you know, I've been a dad now for three months and my little man, first off, is getting so big. It's crazy, right? Every time I look at him, I see a new feature or he's a half a pound heavier. It's crazy. Time is going by way too fast, way too fast. (laughs) But, you know, the thing about my son is that he is teaching me so much about life, so much about life. And one of the major things I'm learning from him right now is the importance of curiosity. You know, he's at that stage now where he will start to turn his head and his eyes and watch my wife and I as we walk around the room and he's trying to explore his hands and figure his hands out. Right. He's curious about what they what they are, what they do. I can see his eyes focusing every time he looks at something. Right. He's curious. And what that's teaching me as an adult. Right. Who has way more life experience than he has by far. But something that that's teaching me is that curiosity is still an important piece in life today. It's an extremely important piece in life today. And, you know, I'm not sure why this is, but when you and I were kids, I'm sure you can remember back to your childhood, whether that's 20 years ago, 30, 40, 50 years ago. But when we were kids, all we knew how to be was curious. All we had was curiosity. We just wanted to explore. We wanted to go outside and and explore something. We wanted to figure something out, whether it was playing with Legos or building something or digging through the dirt, uh, exploring our parents' bedroom closet or going down to the basement when we know we weren't supposed to. Just we we were curious. We wanted to figure things out. But as we grow older, when we become teenagers and young adults, adults, when we become a husband, a wife, a parent, We start to grow further and further away from curiosity. And I'm not sure why this is. You know, I don't like it. I don't think it's what we should be doing. In fact, I know that we should be growing closer to curiosity the older we get. But for some reason, we don't. Right. We grow further and further away from curiosity. And I think that that's something that we need to check ourselves on. We need to remind ourselves that curiosity is important. Curiosity is a vital piece of life. And there's a reason that kids today, there's a reason that my son is so curious. There's a reason why he wants to explore. He wants to figure things out. And it's because exploration, curiosity teaches us so much about life. It keeps us going. It drives us. It gives us something to chase. It excites us. Right. You know, one thing I've learned (laughs) when I look at people around me and people in my community 
is, and people I know, is I've realized, I've observed, I've noticed that curious people rarely have a dull moment in life. Mm. I'm going to say that again. Curious people rarely have dull moments in life. And it's because that curiosity keeps them going. It gives them something to do. It gives them something to chase. It gives them something to explore. And like I said, the older we get, I'm not sure why this is, but we grow so far away from curiosity and we wonder why we feel stuck. We wonder why our life is stagnant. We wonder why we feel bored. We wonder why every year, every new year, we set the same goals, but never make any progress. We're not curious, right? (laughs) Now I get it, right? So kids, kids rarely have anything else to worry about in life. They don't have bills. They don't have other kids. They don't have a job. They don't have responsibilities outside of being a kid. So it's easy for them to be curious. I get that. You know, as adults, I think sometimes we make excuses for a lot of things. And an excuse that we commonly make for why we're not curious is because we're comfortable. We like being in our comfort zone. We like sticking to what we know. And one of the reasons why we're so afraid to break out of our comfort zone is obviously fear, right? Fear is a big one. But something I want you to know is that fear is false evidence that appears real. But outside of fear, the big thing is doubt. We doubt our ability to be able to survive outside of our comfort zone. And something I want to remind you of is that confidence is doubt's kryptonite. And if you want to be more curious in life, if you want to explore more, if you want to be able to figure things out, right? If you want to lead with curiosity in this new year, which is my challenge for you, then you have to figure out why you're lacking confidence. Because when I hear the excuse of my comfort zone or I'm afraid, when I hear those things, all I hear is that there's a lack of confidence. And I can say that because that's how I felt. I've had a lack of confidence, right? I've, in in many ways, I still am comfortable in my comfort zone. And I'm learning to break out of that. I'm learning to lead with more curiosity myself. But we have to figure out why we lack confidence. And then we have to figure out what it takes to gain more confidence for us. So that's my challenge for you. My challenge for you is to lead with curiosity. My challenge for you is to figure out why you're lacking confidence. And my challenge for you is to Tap back into what it's like to be a kid. <laughs> what it's like to just be curious. What it's like to just want to explore, want to figure things out, right? Maybe there's something in your life that you've been wanting to explore, a new city, a new place in your own town, a new restaurant that you've wanted to explore, you want to check out. Maybe there's something you want to figure out, you've, you're curious about. Maybe you want to tinker with your car in your garage or technology or, or something. You want to go out and hike. Maybe there's just something you want to explore, you want to figure out, you're curious about, but you're not letting yourself do that. Go ahead and do it. Go be curious. Go be a kid. Go explore. Go figure it out. Stop making excuses. Stop allowing doubt to hinder you. Stop allowing your comfort zone to cripple you. Because in this new year, I want you to have success. I want you to accomplish those things you set out to do. But you have to lead with curiosity first. You have to be curious. You have to be more like the kids we see today. You have to be more like yourself 20, 30, 40, 50 years ago. Just be curious. Lead with curiosity. Lead with curiosity. All right. The second thing you have to do is you have to leave the past in the past. Now, I'm sure someone in your life has told you this before. And in case they haven't, I'll be the first to say it. You can't live your life looking in the rearview mirror. 
right? You can't live your life staring in the rearview mirror. You can't live your life wondering and thinking about whether or not that relationship could have worked out, whether or not that was the right decision for that relationship to end. You can't live your life wondering about what you should have done, could have done, or wish you have not have done, right? You can't live your life focusing on the past. Here's an analogy for you. And I've used this before. You know, the poet in me is, is flowing now. <laughs> but when you go to large cities, and I'm not sure if this is still a thing now, but when I was a kid, it definitely was. And that's the horse and carriage rides. And I would love when my parents would take my brother and I to ride the horse and carriage rides. And one thing I remember clear as day is that the horses that would drag the carriages were blinders, right? And the reason they wore blinders is so that they wouldn't get distracted, right? If they see the flying cars on the road next to them, if they see the, the people on the sidewalk next to them, they hear all the noise and they see all these distractions, they might get spooked and they might take off running or they might stop or they might poop or they might not, they might not do their job, which is to pull the carriage along for the ride. So a challenge I have for you is to put your blinders on in life. Leave the past in the past and don't get distracted by your past, right? If you want to have a successful and prosperous new year, you have to focus on what's ahead. Well, first you have to focus on the present. That's first and foremost. But then you have to focus on what's ahead. You can't have success. You can't have prosperity if you're focusing on what had already happened. If you're focused on what you cannot change. And the past is something you can't change. Now, you know, my dad would always tell my brother and I that change is the process of life. And he would remind us that change is okay. Change is, like I said, the process of life. Change is going to happen. And change is always forward moving, right? Change never goes back and redo and will redo something that already happened. That's not how change works. Neither is how we work. We can't go back and change something that already happened. All we can do is focus on today and then focus on tomorrow. So again, leave the past in the past. You cannot have a successful new year. You cannot have a prosperous new year if you're focusing on something from your past. If you're living your life staring in the rearview mirror, it's not going to work. Trust me, it's not going to work. The next thing I want to challenge you to do in the new year is I want you to expand your vocabulary. Now, reading is a great way to expand your vocabulary, right? Through reading, you can read new words and figure out the meaning and context to what you're reading. I've also seen some challenges where people read the dictionary for fun, which sounds crazy, right? But something I do is I do have the dictionary app on my phone because as a poet, I like to look up alternative words and words that carry the same meaning as the word I'm already using just to switch up the language and the words I'm using when I'm writing poetry. But that's not what I'm talking about when I refer to expanding your vocabulary, right? When I say expand your vocabulary, there's one word I want you to practice. Just one word, two letters, N, O, no. <laughs> See, <laughs> again, as adults, and I'm not sure why this is, but as adults, sometimes, and I can't speak for everyone, right? Some of us, not everyone, but some of us, sometimes we fear upsetting people. Right. We fear going against the grain. We fear what someone may think if we disagree with them. But I want to encourage you to start practicing the word no in this new year. If there's something you're not a fan of, the answer is no. If there's something you're not fond of doing, the answer is no. If there's something in your life, someone in your life that you feel is not serving you, the answer is no. <laughs> the answer is no. Right. 
Now, it's okay to say yes sometimes. It's okay to agree, right? Especially as adults, sometimes we have to compromise, especially if you're in a relationship, if you're married, if you're dating, if you have kids. That comes with compromise at times. But something we cannot get in the habit of doing or something you have to break the habit of doing if you're already doing it is agreeing to everything, being a yes man or a yes woman, right? That, that's never good for anyone. If you're always agreeing to everything, if you never have an opinion of your own, if you never disagree, if you always agree, there's something wrong with that. So I challenge you, one word, two letters, N-O. Practice the word no. If it's not serving you, the answer is no. If it's not something you're fond of doing, the answer is no. <laughs> if it's not something you want to do, if it's not serving you, if it's not helping you live in alignment with your values, the answer is no. All right, number four is get your finances in order. You know, money is usually at the top of the list in terms of New Year's resolutions that people set. And maybe you have a money goal of your own that is on your list that you're looking to accomplish this new year. And if so, my encouragement to you is to accomplish that goal, right? Get your finances in order. If you have debts, pay off your debt. Trust me, being debt free is the best feeling you will ever experience, right? I've shared my wife and I's story a few times already, and I keep coming back to it because it's our testimony and it's meant to be encouragement to you because like I said, I'm a friend and I want to see you have a successful and prosperous new year. And if being debt free is something you want to accomplish, then I feel it's right that I share with you how we did it, right? I had $23,000 in debt that I paid off in 12 months. My wife had $19,000 in debt that she paid off in 13, 14 months. And the way we did this is with straight sacrifice. We buckled down and we said enough is enough, right? We doubled and tripled our monthly payments. We stopped going out. We stopped shopping. We stopped buying things we didn't need. We decluttered our space. We downsized our lifestyle, right? We sacrificed for a short-term period of time because we knew the long-term result of that would be living a debt-free life having financial freedom, the ability to buy things when we need them without the stress of a financial burden, of wondering if we have enough money, of trying to make ends meet at the end of the month, right? Now, it was hard, of course, right? It took some sacrifice, like I said. It took changing our mindset, the way we thought about money, the way we thought about debt, the way we thought about monthly spending. We had to track our spending. And when we started tracking our spending, we realized that we were spending money on some things that, that were stupid, right? We budgeted every month, and doing these things helped us get a firm understanding of what our money was doing, where our money was going, and how we can make some adjustments. And when we made those adjustments, like I said, we doubled and tripled our payments. I think my wife doubled her car payments, and I just about tripled my student loan payment. And by doing this, we were able to knock that debt out of our life quickly, like very quickly, right? So again, it's going to take some sacrifice, but if being debt-free is something you want to accomplish, Go out and do it. I want you to have a successful and prosperous new year. Now, maybe your money goal isn't debt. Maybe your money goal is to save a down payment for your first home or to save up to buy a new car or to save up so you can invest in your kid's future or your own future or to, to start your own retirement accounts or add it to your retirement account. Whatever your financial goal is, I want to encourage you to get your finances in order in 2023 in this new year. It's so important, right? It's so important because... When you have financial freedom, when you don't have debt in your life, when you are actively investing for your future, when you are in control of your money, there's a weight lifted off of your shoulders. Life feels different. Everyday life feels different. There's less stress. There's less worry. And when something comes up, like I said, you're not stressing about it. You're not worried about it. You're not 
you know, concerned or whether or not you can afford it. And I get it, you know, with inflation and prices continuing to rise and all this craziness with how expensive things are. You know, my wife and I just went grocery shopping uh, a couple of days ago and the bill was like more than we've ever spent on the groceries in a week. And I'm just like, this is ridiculous. Right. My my head and my emotions are like, this is ridiculous. But because we're debt free, there's a little bit less stress there. Of course, it's still ridiculous. Who wants prices to increase? But because we don't have extra monthly payments, because we're not paying for things that aren't serving us in our life, we're not as bothered by that price increase. And I want you and I want that for you as well. I want you to have a successful and prosperous new year when it comes to your finances. So get your finances in order. The next thing you need to do is you need to invest in yourself in meaningful ways. And what I mean by this is you need to nurture your mind and body, right? Nurturing both your mind and body allows you to give more to yourself now and to your future self. And that means more energy, more knowledge, more compassion, more ideas, more strength, more mental and physical endurance, right? Now, when it comes to nurturing your body, a few things you can do is you can definitely work out more. Get your body moving, train your body. Maybe that means lifting weights, doing yoga, stretching, walking, running, jumping rope, just doing something to get your body moving. Get your heart rate up, sweat a little bit, a few minutes a day, right? Do something that keeps you moving, that challenges your body, right? Our bodies are meant to move. Our bodies are meant to exercise. They're meant to train. They're meant to adapt to the environment. And when we, and when we become lazy, our bodies aren't doing those things, right? And our health begins to suffer because of that. Now, outside of physical activity, there's also the things you feed your body. What are you drinking every day? What are you eating every day? Be mindful of what you're feeding your body because what you feed your body affects your life. Now, on the other side, there's also your mind, right? You have to nurture, nurture both your mind and your body. And when it comes to your mind, I really want to encourage you to focus on your mental health in this new year. Please focus on your mental health in this new year. If there's something up there that is bothering you, that is cluttering your life, right? That is making your mind feel chaotic, that you are constantly overthinking about, right? And I say that because I'm a certified overthinker, right? Certified overthinker here. <laughs> I get it, right? But if there's something in your mind that is causing you to feel cloudy, right? then I want you to focus on that. And a few things you can do is you can definitely journal. Journaling is something that's helped me uh, a ton in my life, especially writing poetry. Uh, poetry was my form of journaling, but there are tons of other journaling methods out there. But writing is something that's helped me and writing is something that I want to pass on to you. Start journaling. Write down how you feel. Write down the things that are bothering you. Write down the things that you feel are stuck up here that you don't know how to express verbally. Try writing them down. And as a matter of fact, I have a mental clutter free write exercise that you can download on my website for free. Just go to ronaldlbanks.com slash mental clutter. And you can use that to help jumpstart your journaling process and eliminating that mental clutter you have. But if you need more help than that, don't be afraid to talk to a professional or a friend or a family member that you trust. Again, you know, sometimes writing can create more of a block than a release right? Journaling is a great tool, but to be fair, it doesn't help everyone, right? Sometimes people don't know how to get what is up here down onto paper. And as a matter of fact, I just had a conversation with a friend not too long ago who asked me for some advice because he was struggling with how to get his thoughts onto paper. And the advice I gave him was to try to write more creatively. 
Because naturally, whenever we start to write on paper, there's a formality that comes with that. The things we're taught in school and that formality creates a mental block. But writing creatively throws all those rules out the window. Forget punctuation, forget grammar, forget proper sentencing. Just express yourself creatively was the advice I gave him. But again, writing doesn't help everyone. And if it doesn't, talk to a professional, a friend, a family member that you trust. Sometimes talking to someone who isn't directly connected to how you feel, sometimes it allows you to just open up, right? There's no judgment there. They don't know your life personally. (laughs) They're not biased to one side or the other. They're just a neutral person that you trust that is there to listen. So if that is going to help you, please talk to someone you trust. Journal or talk to someone you trust. But whatever you do, make sure you are nurturing, nurturing your mind and body in this new year. Okay, the next thing you need to do is you need to be a student of life. There's a famous quote that has been quoted by many different people in many different ways, but the core message is still the same. And the quote says that only fools know everything, but a wise man knows how little he knows. Now, another way to look at this, depending on what you believe, is to read what Proverbs 12, 15 says, which says the way of a fool is right in his own eyes. But he who heeds counsel is wise or the way of a fool is right in his own eyes. But a wise man listens to advice, depending on the version you're reading. But see, the reason I bring this up is because I want to remind you not to be the fool. Don't be foolish. Right. Don't think you're a know it all. Don't be a know it all. But instead, be a student of life to seek counsel and advice when needed to learn everything you can, to learn what you don't know and to continue learning, right? To be a student of life, but to also have the awareness to know what you don't know. That's a big one. Have the awareness to know what you don't know. I remember (laughs) as a teenager, you know, and I think every teen goes through this, but I remember feeling like I just had the answer to everything. Right. That I was just right. No matter who talked to me, no matter who I was speaking with, I had the answers. I knew what was right. But in hindsight, you know, again, they say hindsight is 2020. But in hindsight, that teenage version of me was a fool, was being foolish. Right. Thinking, you know, everything is foolish. Wise men heed counsel when it's needed. Wise men seek advice when it's needed. And as I'm growing older, right, and I'm sharing these conversations with you, the things I'm learning, just know that I'm still learning as well. I'm a student of life the same way I'm encouraging you to be a student of life. Learning is the way of life, right? Learning keeps you growing. And if you're not learning something new, if you're not challenging yourself every day, then you're going to stop growing in life. You're going to get stuck. You're going to feel stagnant. You're going to feel like you're behind in life, right? All these emotions that we feel, especially at the beginning of the year, when we see everyone on social media doing all of these great things and sharing the goals that they've already accomplished two weeks into the new year, right? When we see all of these things, it makes us feel like we're behind, like we're stuck, like we're stagnant, like we don't know what they know. But I want to encourage you to be a student of life, to learn, to grow. And some ways that you can learn is one, read books, read. This is something that my wife and I both are becoming better at, (laughs) to be honest with you. We're reading more. We're learning more. Right. Take a class. 
Is there something, uh, a topic you've always wanted to learn about? Take a class on it. Purchase a course. Take a course on it. Be a student of life. Don't think that you're too old or too wise to learn something. There's always something you can learn. Like I said at the beginning of this conversation, I'm learning things from my son. My son is teaching me so much about life. And I, the adult, the dad, the parent, have so much more wisdom, so much more experience than he has in his life so far. But I'm learning things from him. Why? Because I'm being a student of life. My son is teaching me things. And I'm not too egotistic to admit that. Be a student of life. Number seven is to declutter. Now, if you've been around my content for a while, this doesn't come as a surprise to you, right? I've talked about decluttering a lot because decluttering is a powerful tool that I'm going to continue to encourage you to use regardless of what stage of life you're in, right? I want you to declutter your life because a cluttered life is a chaotic life, right? And chaos is not in the recipe for success and prosperity. I'm gonna say that again. A cluttered life is a chaotic life. And chaos is not in the recipe for success and prosperity, right? So what are some things that you could declutter in your life? Do you have too many clothes? Do you have too many knickknacks, too many decor items in your home? Do you have the wrong type of friends in your life? Do you have too much clutter in your mind, too much clutter in your heart? What are those things in your life, those people in your life that you can declutter, that you can let go of, right? Now, when it comes to decluttering, a common mistake that is made is we try to rush through it. We try to hurry up and, and declutter our lives so we can live with less, live with more intention, live with more purpose, right? But just like life is not a race, decluttering is not a race. Don't compare yourself to my journey and how you see my space here in this video. Don't compare your life to other people you follow or other people you see. Run your race at your own pace. Declutter your life at a pace that you're comfortable with. But I want you to declutter with intention. I want you to, de to declutter with purpose. I want you to declutter in a way that once you're on the other side of that clutter, in that space that I call clarity, once you have more clarity in your life, there isn't any regret that you feel when it comes to the things you let go of, right? And the reason I say that is because I was doing an interview uh, a couple of years ago, and I was asked if there's anything that I regret from decluttering. And I struggled to answer that question because I knew that I took my time to declutter with purpose and intention. You know, I think the answer I gave was a sweater that I had a cardigan that I wish I still had because I could wear it now. Right. But other than that, there isn't any regret that I feel because I was intentional. I was purposeful. I took my time. I decluttered at my own pace. I didn't compare myself to everyone else's journey, but I knew that I was on the right path for me. Right. So when I ask you or so when I encourage you or challenge you to declutter your life, so you can have a successful and prosperous new year. I'm saying that because I want you to have a successful and prosperous new year. I want you to live with less. I want you to live with more intention, with more purpose. But I want you to do those things without overwhelm and without worry and without stress and without comparison and without regret, right? Without all of those things. And the only way to do that is to be intentional and to do it at your own pace. Now, if you need help decluttering, I have tons of resources. Just go to my website, ronaldlbanks.com. You can grab my extended decluttering checklist on my website as well, where it's a 14-page guide that goes through all types of clutter and helps you navigate that clutter and get that clutter out of your life. But I'm, I'm a resource for you. If you have questions, let me know down in the comments. But decluttering is a powerful tool that is definitely going to help you have a successful and prosperous new year. Okay, the last thing you need to do is you need to be positive 
and be present. You need to be positive and be present. You see, especially as adults, right? We tend to worry a lot. We tend to worry about the future. We tend to wonder about what tomorrow's going to bring. But see, all of that wondering about the future prevents us from being present. And see, when we're not present and when we're constantly worrying, that brings on thoughts of negativity. And those negative thoughts prevent us from being positive, right? So to reverse this, if you want to be more positive, I need you to challenge those negative thoughts that you're having. I need you to question those negative conversations that you're having, whether it's that thought in the back of your head or the conversations you're having with other people, because you have to remember that you are 100% in control of the conversations you have of the thoughts that you're thinking. And I get it, you know, sometimes our subconscious may be thinking things and telling ourselves things, but we're 100% in control at all times. So if we're thinking something negative, if we're having negative thoughts, you have to have the wherewithal to say, hey, this isn't something I should be thinking. This isn't something I should be doing. This is not helping me be more positive in my life. Now, in order to be more present, you have to stop worrying. You have to stop worrying about the future. Life is not a race. You're not competing with other people. You're competing with yourself, but you're not competing with other people. And when you realize that, when you understand that, the urgency, the worry to keep up starts to fade, right? That idea of keeping up with the Joneses, that idea of feeling behind in life, all those things start to fade because you're not worried about what everyone else is doing. You're not worried about the future. You're not worried about keeping up. You're only concerned with the present, with how well am I doing today? Right. How well am I doing today? And then if you go ahead and you start journaling, then tomorrow you can have a bit of reflection. How did yesterday go? Was yesterday as positive and was I as present as I should be? Then if not, learn the lessons from that experience and be positive and present today. Hey, friend, I hope this conversation helped you and brought you some clarity. Right. Because like I said, as your friend, I want to celebrate you. I want you to have a successful and prosperous New Year. As a matter of fact, grab yourself something to drink. I got my water here. Grab yourself something because I want to propose a toast quickly, right? I want you to have a successful and prosperous New Year. I want you, I believe that you are going to have a prosperous New Year, but I want you to believe it, right? And in order to do that, you need to do the things that I talked about in this conversation. You got to be more present. You got to lead with curiosity. You have to be a student of life but I believe you can do it. I am confident that you have the ability to do it. And I need you to believe in yourself as well. Hey, cheers to you, my friend. Happy New Year. And as a matter of fact, keep growing, keep learning, and always stay true to you. I'll see you in the next one. Peace.